welcome to season, season two, two of oh. CCC. I know, we back with a punch, y'all. Yes, we are. So do you think we should do the intro for the second season? Sure, why not? Okay. Well, my name is Kel. My name is Anna. And you're tuned in to Cognac, Cupcakes, and Conversations. CCC is a podcast with a twist. Cognac, Cupcakes, and Stimulating Conversations. Because it's not just about us anymore. And we're striving to promote awareness of issues affecting our communities. In short... It's a vibe. So speaking of a vibe, we had our first live episode on our anniversary. Yes. So we can't wait for y'all to see or listen. Well, and see, because we got a video coming up soon, too, as well. Recap. But um, for now, for this episode of the podcast, we're just going to get into what actually happened. Yeah, the good, the bad, the ugly. All that. All that. (laughs) So let's start off with our intro. Lovely couple tonight. Can we make some noise for Ann and Raquel tonight? Y'all make some noise. Woo! 
Ratchetness and righteousness is the yin and the yang of life. You got to be equally yoked with both. All right, y'all. So we decided to do a fresh new, um, it was Kel's idea to do a fresh new ratchetness and righteousness because there's just been so much ratchetness that happened between then and now. But the shenanigans, the shenanigans shenanigans were real at the event though. Like you'll hear later in this episode how we had to tell people to pipe down, stop being loud. I had to quiet, me and Kel had to tell them to shut up at some point. But, um, all of our supporters that were there, whether you was talking or not, right? Because <laughs> we was probably lit off of the free shots that we passed out. That that yep. shot part was fun. Yes, it definitely was. It was yeah. a whole vibe in there. It like was. that's what everyone said mm-hmm. about the entire. It was like yo, it was such a vibe. Like I get it now. Like I get your 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 tagline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we do that. Yes. <laughs> Yes, who does not do that is you you was just saying you don't know about Trump. Girl. So Nancy Pelosi out here ripping, ripping up, up papers. <laughs> I was like, can she get in trouble for that? But it's I the mean Trump thing to do. Yes. Yes, I loved it. I loved it. I it was love the courteous white girl thing shade. To do. I'm trying to tell you. You know who like the best passive aggressive shade. I, girl. Ever. Yes. You know what's funny? Because yes. like for the longest, I think a lot of people felt like, you know, the Housewives of Atlanta invented the shade. But really, who invented the shade was my golden girls. Yeah. They invented the true shading yes. of all shades. So yes. Yes. all those old debutante ass white yes. women. Yes. <laughs> they did invent that. Yes. You're so right. Um, speaking of some old women, really quick, I am putting all the shade and ratchetness onto Oprah and Gail King. Girl. Now, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see why I'm shading Oprah. One world, one word, um, or two words, American dirt. Um, she's out here <laughs> caping for some white, his, white Spaniard woman who's not claiming to be a Latina, um, <laughs> for putting out a book that culturally appropriates Mexican culture and the publishing company came in behind her and also was like caping for her as well, saying that her, her partner or her husband was an immigrant, but that man was an immigrant from Ireland, an what? undocumented immigrant. They tried what? to size it like as if he was from Mexico. No, he's I'm a done. white man. Yeah, so look into that. But also, real quick, Gail King, F you for life, because, I'm, I mean, I'm not canceling her, but, like, I don't know, I want to know why. Like, that that episode, um, that reunion episode of Love and Hip Hop, when Cardi B was like, what was, what, was what, was what was the reason? What was the reason? What was the reason? And she couldn't get an answer out of old girl? That's what I feel like with Gail King trying to get Lisa Leslie, basketball, star basketball player, to comment on what Kobe did 
when he was um, with that white woman in the hotel and say that, do you think he did it or do you think it's part of his legacy? And Lisa Leslie really held it together um, and kept it cute and positive and was like, you know what? She didn't even get mad. She kept her composure and was like, you know what? I think we should leave his legacy as it is. Um, whether it was true or not, I don't know what happened in there. And I'm paraphrasing, of course, but that's not the person. So, yeah, she actually definitely did respond. And she responded back to a tweet that someone actually sent out to her. And it was uh, Barry Bonds <laughs> on Twitter or whatever. Mm -hmm. He says, at Gail King, you should be ashamed of yourself for bringing that question up. It'd be our own people to take us down. Now, at Gail King, go interview Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein? Weinstein yeah, yeah, whatever. Weinstein. Mm -hmm. Let me see that interview. So she responds back, hey, uh, Barry. That's the, go, sorry, go ahead. Finish hey, your Barry, your tweet was sent to me. First, not ashamed. It's a fair question, dot, dot, dot. Second, I wanted to make sure people saw Lisa's answer, and she said what many people are thinking. I'm glad you weighed in. Okay, so my thing with the Harvey Weinstein thing, like, people, that's where we lose the battle, I think, with or lose these arguments. Because we're comparing it. Yeah, we're comparing it, and, and they, there are interviews and articles a plethora of documentaries on and and um whistleblowers on harvey weinstein already like let's stop it with the harvey weinstein he's mm -hmm. getting just as much shade it's really i like how demetria lucas said it's all what you um not ingest i keep saying that word but like it's all about what you um consume on a daily basis like there's an algorithm on social media so if you consume your news from black media then you're only going to get black media news. So, yeah, right. we're, they're not talking about Harvey Weinstein as much on what's coming up in your algorithm. That don't mean Vanity Fair and Vogue and all them ain't doing stories too and right. LA Times and all that. So, you know, but for her, you know, so that was an easy answer for her, mm -hmm. you know. And, of course, she want to say, she want to act like she just went hard. If you see the interview. She looked like she had an agenda and she sounded like it. It wasn't like a, a passive question. You know, she didn't, she brought up the question. I even understand her bringing up the question. Um, do you think, you know, this is something that Kobe did? And then after that, when Lisa responded saying basically that, you know, I wasn't there, you know, and blah, 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 but that's not the person that I knew. He never struck me as that type of person. I have NBA friends like that, that, you know, have done things like ask me to get a girl in the club to come to them. He never had that kind of predator behavior. Lisa, I mean, uh, Gail responds saying, well, you wouldn't know that because you're his friend. Yeah, you're pushing <laughs> for it. Yeah, you know, you're pulling, you're giving leading questions. She even went on to say, as Lisa was still trying to stand her ground, she was like, well, you know, the reason why the case, Gail is saying, why, the, the reason why the case was dismissed is because the victim didn't want to um, give a statement or whatever, or go to trial. Not go to trial, but like get on the stand. Right. And so I was just like, okay, girl, now what? what's the point? What, why are we still prolonging this? Because if you wanted to see people ask, answer, um, see what Lisa had to say, I think the first question, maybe even worse, the second question was enough. If you want to make it seem like people wanted to hear this answer because a lot of people are thinking the same way as the questions that Gail posed. 
BS. I call BS. I, I think too. you need to have several seats and just sit this Black History Month out this year, sis. And Oprah, you need to sit Black History Month and Hispanic History Heritage Month out as well. I okay, agree. I think that's October. So both of y'all have several seats. All I right. Agree. <laughs> so um, what's the last bit of gossip that we actually care yeah. about? About uh, Nicki Minaj. Okay, so Nicki Minaj, I I'm so spent. I'm I'm spent. I'm tired. Um, Nick, you look great. You remove some of the booty. You know, like can we move on? You're married to this guy. You know, Kenneth Petty. Like, move on. Stop making some babies or whatever. Like you've been saying that you want to do. Like, or make some more music. I don't care anymore. Like, I really don't. Apparently, <laughs> I don't care about that light that yikes. Oh yeah, true. So she said something about you girls. Oh Lord, I don't even want. I don't even remember the term, the the um, lyrics, but something like you girls are like Rosa, get your ass up, or yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, like get your ass up off the bus or whatever. But the timing of it, <sighs> Rosa Parks man, birthday. the disrespect, the disrespect. Yeah, like, it's a lot of it was just the not disrespect. Well uh, what's her name was up here crime balling um, Azalea Banks that somebody had a gun to her head for the second time at her um, home I, I believe she lives in California um, yeah that was crazy um, she said that she felt like the cops was going to take their side so I was like what kind of home invasion shit right. I, I was like so prayers up for her um, Jay Z and Beyonce said that they weren't protesting at the Super Bowl. So let's talk about this real quick. Let's mm-hmm. break this one down. So, um, they, they could be seen by some shaky footage from a cell phone <laughs> sitting down while the national anthem was being performed at the Super Bowl this past Sunday. Um, so a lot of people started to really started to bubble up. At first, people was like, yeah, Black Fist. Like, yeah, that's what you do, man. But um, once Kaepernick, and a few other people started commenting, including, oh, man, I forget her name. Nessa? Not Nessa. Nessa, too, though. But it's uh, this girl who's married to a football player. Her name starts with an M. Oh, man. It's not Miley. It's something. Anyway, she's very salacious. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, she posted it first. Like, oh, but, bruh, I thought y'all, you know, said that uh, we're past sitting down. Okay. We're past kneeling. I yes, I can't remember, remember her name, name or whatever. But, yeah, she she posted it and then looks like Kaepernick and Nessa reposted it from her. And so, <laughs> after that, um, you know, it looked like Jay-Z just started doing this series of um, talks, kind of like TED Talks or like little mini um, sessions, interviews with a professor at Columbia University. And they're like little class, little uh, lectures, I guess is what you would call them. And so Miko, Miko, that's her name. Miko is the name of the girl who first posted it. So yeah, or woman, because she's a grown woman. So anyway, so yeah, so he said that what happened was that they were actually working. They were there thinking in the performer side of things, the entertainment side of things, because as you all know, Jay-Z is in charge of the NFL's performances. So this is his first Super Bowl where he's there um, monitoring everything. And he's like, are the mics straight? Like, what's going on? You know, 
Um, he was in a work nervous. room. I he wasn't even thinking about the fact that that he's not standing. He's just looking to test out to see, okay, is every everything working? Me and Kel, as event planners, I, I feel like we could see that, but I still call a little bit of BS because I don't think, you know, I don't think that he intentionally sat down. But I think he was aware that what was going on at that time. Like, you were aware enough to be like, okay, they're doing a national anthem, so making sure this is good. But I could see yeah. how it's a little BS behind it. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is. I, I I, don't know, Jay. Like, you're looking a little shaky. And what that got to do with Beyonce? And what that got to do with Beyonce? He's saying Beyonce was in there thinking with him and, and Blue. Well, Blue, Blue probably followed what her parents do. But, like, Beyonce, like, you could have stood up... And you know what? It's cool if y'all ain't stand up. That I actually applauded it, but I see why. I think it's petty of Kaepernick and them to be like, yeah, I thought you said you didn't want to kneel. Right. I think you could do both. I think you could say, hey, we need to do more than kneel, but also still kneel. I think Jay-Z is not going to live that down for some time. You know, right. that's just going to be one of his pitfalls when he made that, that statement. He should have never made that statement. And mm-hmm. I think his heart is in the right place. But but I do question it a little bit because now they're saying that J-Lo was being pressured by Jay-Z not to do that political statement. Now, if you missed it or in case you didn't catch it when you were watching it, she had... Her daughter was the little girl that was singing on the microphone during their performance, during um, the second half of her performance, where she came out in a huge, big, like, jacket, cape, flag-looking thing. And the inside, the interior of the flag was the Puerto Rican flag. The exterior was the American flag. And they went on to sing um, Born in the USA and um, Use Your Voice, I think is what it's called, and Let's Get Loud. And so... These were they were actually doing it as a political statement because all the kids, including J Lo's daughter, were at first when they appeared on the screen, they were sitting inside cages, like these glowing cages. Um, I don't think people noticed that at first. They probably thought it was some, you know, fern gully type shit with the- <laughs> 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 that's what I thought of. I was like, what is that? Um, so I, I think it's really dope that they did that, but apparently, you know, the whispers are that Jay was pressuring her not to make that statement. He probably didn't want that on his first job. And for me, I just hope that's not true because there's been plenty of times when people lie and the story picks up steam. Look at Rick Fox dying in the plane with Kobe and he was nowhere near Kobe. Right. So shit happens. But I really pray that Jay did not, um, do that. And hopefully it comes out later from one of the horses' mouths, Shakira or J Lo, that he didn't really do that. Um, because I'd be very disappointed if he was that wrapped up in politics and and money. Mm-hmm. You know that he was like, "Oh, on. could you chill on on the politicals mm-hmm. today?" Like, nah, bruh, nah. Mm-mm. But salute to her. You know, her fifty year old self on the on the she pole. I can't even pull myself up on a pole. She. I can't good. even sw- swing around a pole. So salute to her. She looks great. Shakira as well. Salute to them both for a great performance. Um, I think that's anything else? I'm, I'm I'm tired of Terry Crews. Yeah, no. the prune face man, like mm, no. no. I think that's it. No, I think you covered everything. Wrinkly testicle head, like mm-hmm. no. 
Uh, I'm done with you. I'll save you for next week because I'm sure you're going to have your foot in your mouth still all month long. All month long, you're going to have that foot in your mouth. So, All right, so let's get into our interview portion of the live podcast. We had our friends Anaya Helen, who is a published author of a book called A Letter to My Father or Letters to My Father. My bad, girl. I think I had it right the first yep. time. Letters to My Father. Yeah, okay, so second time. Letters to My Father, um, which is a book composed of letters um, that she wrote. And I think it might be it might be some books from um, other girls that wrote letters to their fathers. But it's really influenced a lot of people that have read it to um, get back in touch or rekindle their relationship with their father, rebuild their relationship with their fathers and stuff. And now she's actually looking to get letters from sons to their fathers for her next book. And um, she just had a lot going on. And also, so you'll hear more about that in the interview. And then Val is um, the creator, founder, whatever have you, of Dreams of Triumph, which is a clothing brand, but also a lifestyle. And it's just positive affirmations on your clothing. Um, We love his um, jacket that says, Not Today Satan. On the back, Dennis has one of those jackets. It's really dope. Um, it's crazy because I'm so short. When I wear it, if my if the hood goes over the knot part, it says "Today Satan" <laughs> when oh, I'm wow. walking around. So I'd be like, people be like, "Oh, excuse me!" Like <gasps> it's just amazing. It's a, from a Christian perspective, I like that because I'm like, yes. I'm glad that somebody is looking to say, hey, 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 uh, you know, what's, what, what are you talking about today, Satan? Right. Like, oh, no, I'd be lifting the hood like, oh, it's just the hood is like covering the knot part. So I'd be having to put the hood over my head. But when Dennis wears it, you can see the whole thing. <laughs> so <laughs> I just got to get one in my size. But anyway, salute to them. Uh, check out this interview with them on the live pod. Special guest. Yes. So we have Val from Dreams of China. And we have published author Anaya Helen. Yes, I got it, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Why are you passing it to me? Here you go. Thank you. Okay, you real fancy out here. So, so the Dreams of Triumph is, is more than a clothing brand. Um, it's basically 
a narrative that I put together to just inspire everyone. Um, you wake up, you want to look your best every day, so why not put positive messages on them? You know, on clothes, you look good, you feel good, you know, you produce well. So it's a whole manifestation out there. Indeed, indeed. So is it for like men and women, or is it just men? It's music. Okay. So, you know, I noticed there was a little theme in your clothing line. And um, like you said, I know you put the whole positive notes in there. One of the positive notes that I really saw was the good you put in this world is the good you get back. And we're really into creating a community. You know, as a black business owner, how do you find, like, creating a community with like-minded individuals that are actually willing to buy? Uh, it's all in the message. So, I mean, everybody believes in common. Um, you know, the same way if you want to see results when you go to the gym, if you don't work out, you won't get strength. You know what I'm saying? So, if you don't put out good energy in the world, you won't get it back. And that's, you know, it's a simple step. Alright. Alright, so Anaya, uh, same question. Um, you like to Whether it's calling my mom and her talking me off the ledge or 
you know, just texting somebody and like really processing my feelings. Um, but then also, like you said, like I'm really big on forgiveness and yeah. giving yourself grace. And sometimes I don't handle my anxiety, my anxiety handles me. And yeah. I like give myself grace. So let me this morning. So listen, okay. <laughs> When I'm in traffic, my anxiety be <laughs> But um, allowing myself the grace, like, okay, this is what's happening. I'm, I'm having an anxiety attack or I'm having a really anxious moment and giving myself the grace, like, okay, well, maybe I didn't handle that as best as I could. Maybe I wasn't prepared for that and learning from that experience and moving forward. And then in terms of my self-care routine, it's just more so, you know, what I need at that moment. People, like, think it's real cute to do, you know, oh, let's take a bubble bath and stuff like that. I just gotta sleep, okay? Oh, sleep. Whatever is needed during that day at that time, that's my self-care routine. I might need to sleep because I work overnight. I might need to take a bottle of wine and watch Netflix and zone out. Whatever is needed at that time is what my self-care is. Right, right. Val, you got any self-care on your end? Uh, drinking in the morning, minding your business. <laughs> 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 All right, so I got two, two more questions for y'all both. So, Val, you can pass the mic back to Kev. Thank you. Um, what lessons have you learned that you apply to your work today? What lessons have you learned that you'll apply to your work today? I would say uh, the lesson that I learned is uh, just always treat people with the same respect, no matter their, you know, their title. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Whether they're the janitor, uh, the mailman, always show respect, and you, you know you'll get that respect back. All right, we got the same question here. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, I've seen it a lot going around lately, and it may sound cliche, but one of the biggest things that I have like really um, adopted in my way of life is done is better than perfect, and to just get it done. Mm. And it sounds a lot easier said than done, because a lot of times, especially with somebody like me who battles with anxiety, like that can take part in like just trying to be a perfectionist, and wondering what somebody's going to say, how they're going to relate to you. And as much as people like to be cool and make it seem like, oh, well, likes and comments don't matter. When you do a business, sometimes yeah. those likes and comments do matter, and I'll be checking for them. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes, like, just moving past that and saying, look, okay, it might not be exactly how I want it, or it might not be exactly how this person who's been doing this for 10 years, you know, is doing it, but... It's done, and I did my best, and I'm going to put it out there and trust in that process, because over a period of time, if you continue to just do the work and get it done, it gets better and better as time goes on. So just get it done, and don't worry about perfection. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Nice. What's next for you, guys? What's next for um, so for me, I'm working on the second book. Like I said, A Letter to My Father from Sons. You can get the first book, A Letter to My Father by Anaya Potter. It's on Amazon. It, if you got Prime, it can get to you in two days. Um, also, I am working on a um, course for millennial mothers who want to bridge the gap between um, with their relationship with their daughters. 
um, and it'll be called Never Too Late to Nurture. And it'll be available by the end of this year. And it'll be an online course. And other than that, you can just catch me on YouTube and follow me on Instagram. Uh, once again, my Instagram is Anaya Heaven. A N.
is some kind of a service, if you do tutoring, if you do um, legal advice, if you do something with the justice system, anything that you can think of that a young person might be interested in learning. Um, if you want a mentor and let somebody shadow you at work, our kids need jobs. Please, hire the young people. Give them an opportunity so that they can um, you know, succeed in the future. Yes, we appreciate you for that. And ladies and gentlemen, if you want to find out more about them, you can check them out. They're right there in our experience room over there. They are going to SBI tracks with the band outside too. Um, so we're doing HIV testing. Okay, they're actually going to do the testing here in the building because it is cold outside. So check it out in the experience room. Make sure y'all scan all the QR codes. And we thank you so much for everything that you did. Thank you. Thanks for having us.
Okay, yo, we were cutting up. And when you started talking about them edibles, Girl. I like I had a bead of sweat on my forehead and I was like, Well, this is this is oh. part of being ourselves. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. You know what? I think my mom is a little more I don't think she would ever try it, but like it would be She'd my be dad open. that would be the judgmental one. Did he even hear it? He might have not been paying attention. Okay. Yeah, good, I good. think be all right. We be we gonna be all right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real. Um, slight plug. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, honestly, like I really do struggle with insomnia, and um, lately, like I wake up at three o'clock in the morning every single day, and until I drink the juices, mm-hmm. not even like a full thing of the juice, like. She's talking about um, re- Reset Wellness. Yes, Reset Wellness is juices. Mm-hmm. And I had the Sorrel one, which is like a sangria oh, berry. Oh, Sorrel. Cycle. You know that's Western oh. Indian? That's like Trinidad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorrel. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw that flavor and I meant to say something to you. Okay, so you you be drinking the Sorrel one. Yeah, that's what I got. Oh. So um, that one is really good. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I haven't tried the Honey Lemon one. Honey lemon ginger one yet, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna try that probably tonight or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, ever since I took like three sips, I've been sleeping through the night. Mm. So it definitely is perfect for like if you have anxiety, if your mind wanders, it calms you down. I slept through the night. The only time I did, I get, I got went up to use the bathroom, came back to bed, smooth sailing. It was yeah. great. I can say I had a similar experience with the brownie. Mm -hmm. Like, I even, sometimes I suffer with nightmares and stuff, like serious nightmares. I won't even get into it on this episode. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I had a nightmare after eating the brownie, and I woke up in the middle of the night, peed. Usually I'd be scared, thinking I'm seeing stuff. Like, I woke up, I was like, mm-hmm. Let me go pee and mm, let me go right back to sleep. So salute to Reset Wellness yes. and uh, salute to Sasha Bruce as well. Reset Wellness has the best. Hello, like, I don't have that Make sure you scan the QR code in work. 
was our first episode. I mean, our first live episode yes, of the podcast. Yes, it was podcast. a really great event. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Thank you again for all the vendors that came out supported, all of our friends, family, and all the new fans that we finally got to meet. You know, y'all been kicking it with us on our virtual couch for mm-hmm. some time now. Mm-hmm. So it's really nice to put a face to, you know... Some of our listeners, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think that was probably great for them too to like see us in live action. So we hope we had, we hope y'all had a good time with us. We tried to make it like a little kickback, like you was chilling with us and hanging, mm-hmm. you know. So we really hope you enjoyed yourself. Shout out to Sasha, Sasha Bruce, um, Youth Work, yes. uh, which, as you heard on the podcast, what they do for the at-risk youth in the area. Um, we was happy to collect shoes. Um, Definitely want to collect more for them in the future. And, um, you know, they were just a great charity to work with, a great nonprofit to work with. Um, Can't say enough good things about them. I made a connection with um, Deanna because I definitely want to look into some of the HIV um, AIDS prevention work that she does. Y'all already know if y'all are listeners or followers of CCC, like me and Kel's different passions that we have within um, charitable work and nonprofit right. work. So that is definitely mine. Um, and so, yeah, I'm excited to see where that may go. Um, but yeah, I can't wait for us to do another one. Um, you know, we're going to plan some stuff. We're going to plan some stuff in the future. Yeah, we got some stuff for y'all. We excited. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else, Kel? I mean, I think that's pretty much it. Make what do you, you want to guys- manifest for this year? Oh, Yes, for manifesting for this year, I would like to manifest more partnerships with small businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you know a small business that is looking to, you know, expand their reach, tell them to hit us up. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to doing more pop-up events. I'm definitely looking forward to our the conversation. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, That's coming back, y'all. Yeah. Just, you know. Stay tuned. Gotta plan that out. Yeah, I'm looking to manifest more gatherings with our friends, both online and in person, you know. Um, I'm looking to manifest doing something out of the the DMV area, whether that's in another state or maybe another country, you know. I know it's a little early to say that, but hey, you put it out into the atmosphere and it will bring it back to you. So, um, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and manifest that. <laughs> and definitely some other things, um, we're working on. We heard y'all love our logo. Thank you. Um, and definitely doing some advertising y'all. So look out for that on our social media interwebs. And also we'll have that on the website as well later. Um, if you want to just clink clink with us and advertise with us there will be some information about that too and merch merch is coming y'all we're working on it we know you love the logo so and the brand itself um we know you love our tagline it's a vibe so more is coming but um till then make sure you follow us on instagram at cognac cupcakes conversations yes our email is also there as well it is cognac cupcakes and conversations the website as well is www.cognaccupcakesandconversations um and the same on facebook you can find us there and youtube and until next week y'all peace Peace out out. it's a bye. bye bye
Yeah, hope. It's a vibe.